1: I've never been like, like a good horse at the But all around me, everybody's multiplying and they're walking around like firemen. So I'm no better than the animals sitting in the cages in the room, man. Cause compared to the flowers and the birds and the trees, I ain't believe, man. I'm so <laughs> educated, I'm so civilized, cause I'm a strange vegetarian. <laughs> hello
0: hello heel squad welcome back happy monday hope you're great wherever you are in this world if you're not great hopefully after this you'll be a little bit closer to great that's my goal that's what we want to do (laughs) and kevin has yet another eclectic song for us honey Tell us what this song is all about today.
1: Uh, Well, done by the Kinks. I feel like one of the more underrated bands should be in conversation as one of the greatest, and they're not. I'm rediscovering them myself, but uh, it's just about how we're, as men, we're just a bunch of apes. We pretend we're, you know, the song back, this is like 40 or 50 year old song, but he's talking about being a vegan and all these other things, but he's basically making fun of himself, saying at the end of the day, I'm just an ape.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Oh well, why wait? It ended, the Bill Burr movie ended on this song last night. Oh. Okay, Bobo, I don't yeah. like that sniffing, buddy, on this Monday.
0: Yes, Bobo sniffing on our new rug. Bobo. Uh, friends, hope you're great wherever you are. If you're new to the show, today we just chat about life and any inspo that's come to us over, uh, over the past weekend or week.
1: Get you started for the week.
0: Get you started for the week because then tomorrow and on we've got school (laughs) we are experts and our healers and we're on this path to getting better and better in all areas of life but really especially health and wellness and if you don't know i've been on this deep dive for the last few years because of all the health crises that have gone on in my life and my family's life and i'm searching for answers i'm searching for solutions i'm searching for new ways to think about this and uh have had a lot go on in the last couple of days that I'm still processing, but I'm very excited about. Never thought having lots of liver lesions would get me so excited.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we had another um, bit of a scare.
0: It's still a scare because we really don't know what's going on. Yeah, and This is I... the first time I'm actually sharing something before I know what's going on because yeah. I know I'm going to be good.
1: But I feel I've, the crystal brain feels good.
0: So here's the fr- the deal, friends. So when they found the tumor on my pancreas. They said, you have a spot on your lungs and your liver. The oncologist was like, that's just life lived. If I scan anybody off the street right now, they're going to have similar stuff. It's like, okay. And then later in the conversation, you know, what we worry about with these tumors is them spreading to the lung and the livers. And I go, uh, hello. You just told me I had spots there. Anyway, they were like, it's not that you're fine. And because the pathology came back, it hadn't spread to the lymph nodes or the spleen. We all felt pretty confident we were good. So I finally got an MRI on my liver just because I wanted to be extra cautious and just make sure that we were good. And the report came back. It's, you know, these reports are even hard for your primary care to understand. He's like, they're very noncommittal, but if it was bad, it would have said something bad, but they did. (laughs) We were looking for the one lesion to see what's happened. And yes, it's grown, but now so many others have appeared. And my lungs have collapsed, like partial lung collapse. There's all these weird things in there, but that's from supposedly the anesthesia from surgery because I had, I think it was 10-hour surgery. Anyway, so as you can imagine, Friday night, So Friday during the day, let me back up, I had scheduled a last minute ultrasound and breast exam with Dr. Christy Funk, because in January, a month before we found the pancreas tumor and the liver lesions and all these things, or liver lesion at the time, she found a lump in my right breast. And I was like, OMG. And she said, if it's still there in three months, we'll have to biopsy it. Well, within a month, I found out I had pancreas cancer. So a few things, you know, happened and it was days, just two days, three days after I was released from the hospital, from spleen, pancreas, fibroid, and all the surgeries I had in February, they had an opening. Cause you know, now it's so hard to get appointments, but they had a last minute opening for a mammogram. So I raced in actually crawled in and They're squeezing my breast into that thing, that plate, and it's ripping on my stitches in my abdomen. And they're like, who made you do this? This is torture. And I go, me, because I need 2023 to start and I need to know I'm safe and healthy. And so they cleared me that day. But because I've been cleared before and then found out I wasn't clear, it's always sat in the back of my head. And so I emailed Dr. Funk. I said, listen, I just want to just double check. I have a feeling it's gone, but let's just just double check. So I went in and she was prepping me before. She's like, listen, these things usually don't go away, but, you know, let's just see. And it had shrunk significantly.
1: How about that, Dr. Phil? Catch me outside. Catch
0: me outside. So I'm celebrating. I'm so happy because in my meditations, I've been focusing on it going away. So that was huge progress. So I was like, today, and before I went in, I was like, today's the day of good news. I kept saying it to everybody. Today's only good news, only good news. So I'm riding high. I get home. <clears throat> in the back of my head, I'm like, hmm, I haven't gotten the radiology from the MRI last night. Normally I have it by now. Is that a bad thing? <laughs> and I did think that I didn't have time to tell you, honey, but I was like, you know, usually, if it's good, they can get you a response right away. So, right before... Let me
1: just say, when the meteor was going to hit Gilligan's Island, remember what Gilligan kept saying that episode? No, I
0: don't remember, honey, because
1: I didn't watch it. Why? Because... Why'd you have to tell me? <laughs> Why? I do that for you all the time, but yeah. I'm sorry. Why? Why? Why'd you have, Why to, you tell have to tell me? Yeah. Why?
0: So right before, as we're getting ready for bed, I get an email notification. You have new results. So I look and I'm excited to just read that I'm clear and I'm good. And not only was I not, it was like the liver lesion, the main liver lesion has grown, but now we found multiple other ones, blah, blah, blah. And it was like a truck just smashed into me again. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. As I'm reading the report, I'm like, Kevin, I'm like... We've got lots of lesions and he's just like, what? And my process when this stuff happens is I just kind of go right into producer researcher mode.
1: When bad news comes.
0: Yeah. And like you saw me, like I was very focused. You couldn't even really interact with me. I was just so focused and I was trying to decode because there's so many big words. I don't know what they mean in the radiology report. So I'm decoding, decoding, decoding. And, um, and I was just like, so deflated. And I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. Like this. And of course, so many things flash before my eyes. I'm like, Oh, Okay, definitely can't have a second baby if this is the case. Like, if this, if I'm going, and oh, who's, what's gonna happen with Athena? Like, I'm just, I'm already thinking I'm gone. That's it, I'm done. And I pulled myself out of that pretty fast.
1: Did you, did you just see me on 90 Day Fiancé with some 19 year old from El Salvador, no. raising Athena?
0: No, I did not go that far with my
1: creative thinking. No, okay. But
0: I'm sharing this, you guys, because. I know everyone's. I was like, "Oh, you're so inspirational," and I don't want you to think that I am just like Superwoman. No, like we this were, shit hits. It's scary. We
1: were both down, A-
0: and it's like hard. Yeah. But like I say, how long are you going to stay there? So soon enough, Kevin's like, "You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine." I'm like, Kevin, I don't know. And well, can
1: I just say that this that I just want to say, you know. I always judge by life force and I don't know if other people have that ability but I've told you I could see when people's life force is people we know and Meg like, Maria life force is very weak <clears throat> and I don't I don't feel very good about it. But this work.
0: is a great barometer actually for people to use in their lives because yeah. it really helped me in that moment.
1: But you're like you look younger than you ever have. You're stronger physically than you have this So to me whatever's going on could be part, part, just things that show up, or it could be part of the healing process. as we've heard from Dr. Allison, but you're just, your life force is too strong. Your dad's life force is very strong as well, you know, and then I told you some other beings in our life that aren't right now that have me concerned, but I, that's why I've come like, wait a second, that just doesn't seem right, and I feel like sometimes you can judge that with people. yeah. But I go so, back to what you were saying.
0: So but and if I backtrack randomly, we were at a dinner earlier in the week. I met this woman, she was telling me about this guy who's unbelievable, who's helped her heal so many things, and he uses bioresonance and and he helped her with her back. Now I had a back issue this week. So I said, you know, before I get on this plane to El Salvador, because friends, I'm hosting Miss Universe this year in El Salvador, I said I should Probably I've been tr- doing chirop- therapy, cryotherapy and chiropractic work. said, so I might as well just go try it. <clears throat> I get there. And this guy was like, no, this isn't just for your back. It's, it's almost like if you guys have heard of biofeedback, they basically like what he did is he put these headphones on my head and this quantum mechanics machine can tell everything that's wrong in your system. It identifies everything. And it did. It identified everything that was going wrong in my system because I know what's wrong with my system. This random guy doesn't. And it's not like he's doing blood to know anything. <clears throat> so he's like, You have a liver issue. And I'm like, Hmm. He's like, You have some kind of bacterial infection, something, some infection or whatever. He's like, But we'll fix that. He's like, We'll do. So there's like these codes they plug in excuse me guys for all the different ailments that you're dealing with the Hashimoto's whatever pancreas and so I sat there and he did you know you sit with this like almost like light thing on your lap and it works on you I come home I had a stack of books on my desk I was using to prop up my iPad for some zooms I had been doing I go to put the books away what's the first book I see liver rescue by the medical medium. So now he's told me my liver was an issue. I get this book, the liver rescue. And I was like, something's going on. Someone's trying to tell me something. And so I start reading the liver rescue book. And I hope I give this interpretation, right? And I apologize guys. I'm just getting into this book, but I mean, I got through most of it already, but I'm doing quick dives into it i'm gonna have the medical medium back on the show um, in the new year to kind of talk about all of this because um, i'm fascinated but he basically was saying that like diabetes has more to do with the liver almost than even the pancreas i mean obviously it's a pancreas issue but the liver is a huge part of this and when i think about how much work i've done on the diabetes. And if you've been listening for a long time, I'm sure you'll remember a year ago when I was in Connecticut. Maybe it was more than a year ago now. Yeah. Like 2021, uh when did I get diagnosed? 2022. So June of 2022. I called it my summer of heal. And I was in Connecticut and I was working on healing myself and I think I've kind of slid this in a show before, maybe with the diabetes doctor, Matthias. But I got off all insulin from last October-ish until they severed my pancreas. And it's like unheard of for type 1 diabetic. But I did it. And I didn't want to share on the show because I was doing it in real time. And what if things I was doing were unsafe? I just was like... I'm going to experiment on myself and then I'll share it with everybody after because I always will share. But I, I felt a responsibility to not, you know, some people just share quickly because they're excited. And I hear a lot of like kind of guru people. They're like, I need to learn things faster than I can share it with people. And I'm like, sometimes you got to sit with it and make sure it's right. And so that's why I never really shared it. But... What I did, I mean, listen, I was meditating and focusing on my C-peptide numbers going up. C-peptide is like an indicator that your insulin production is up or up or down. And I kept focusing on my C-peptide production going up and it would go up. And as it went up, I needed less insulin. And so... I could see my body clicking in and there's like a bunch of stuff. But one of the other things I did was I really clean out my diet. I clean out all the breads, all the carbs and I ate just protein and veggies. But even the veggies, if they had high carbs, I couldn't eat them like sweet potatoes. I couldn't eat because it would raise my blood sugar and I didn't want to take injections. If you saw me out in public and I made a mistake calculating a carb, I'd be doing jumping jacks in the bathroom to lower my blood sugar because I was like, I will be damned if I take insulin. I am getting off of this stuff. I'm healing my body because my belief was as a newly diagnosed diabetic, I wasn't going to let my body get used to exogenous insulin. I was going to let my body regenerate and heal. So it worked and my doctor couldn't believe it, blah, blah, blah. Well, then after pancreas surgery, now it's just really, really hard because my insulin production is totally tanked. It has gone up by 50% since the last test, but it's still very, very low. But what I'm reading in the
1: Liver Rescue book- can I say this? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, just for the sake of our sponsors and mm-hmm. our producers, Can we take a break and when we come back, let's now go, you can go deep on what you learned about liver?
0: Sure. Let's do that.
1: As We say in Boston, we'll talk to you shortly.
0: (laughs) We'll be right back. With summer upon us, friends, hair is going to be even more important. Yes, we've got humidity, we've got sun, we've got all kinds of things. And sometimes it's hard to find the right shampoo for your hair. Everyone's hair is so different, and there's no one-size-fits-all solution. That's why I love Whey. They have different shampoos depending on your hair type. Want volume? Fine hair and conditioner will give you that extra oomph you need. If you need some moisture and a little extra bounce, find your happy medium with medium shampoo and conditioner. And for my peeps with thick hair like me, give your hair the hydration it deserves with thick hair shampoo and conditioner. Plus, you guys already know, Way carries some of my favorite hair care products I use all the time, whether it's the leave-in conditioner, which is my go-to, or the hair oil. They give my hair this hydrating refresh all summer long. Wash your way to healthier hair. <laughs> See what I did there? With shampoos and conditioners made just for you. Go to thewhey, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use the code squad for 15% off your entire purchase. That's theway.com, T H E O U A I.com. Use the code Hill SQUAD. Your hair deserves it.
1: <clears throat> you know why? she wanted to be
0: She turned her back on...
1: Stardom, Greta Garbo, because she wanted to be alone.
0: Is that what the song is about?
1: Hollywood Boulevard. I
0: never listened to the
1: lyrics. The kinks. Some that you recognize, some that you hardly even heard of. Some who suffered in vain.
0: What a nice song, honey.
1: Rudolph Valentino. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: He knew our friend Anita Page. Mm -hmm.
0: You're a really great DJ for the show, honey. <laughs>
1: don't step on Bella Lugosi. You know, they mentioned Mickey Rooney on this as well. Do they? Yeah. Your old friend, Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Before we get to deliver on this Monday, boo, we'll to keep it light, you know, we've talked about you getting a star on the Walk of Fame, or at least I have, and you mm-hmm. have said, and may I quote, Go ahead. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and I've said, Maria there can't be a greater honor, um, then I think that's, that's, I don't know, that's our Hall of Fame. I don't know,
0: what's, what, what's wrong with me? Why don't I care about this? Stuff? I know,
1: because you're evolved and you're cool. That's why I think um, I probably have like nine more lives to live before. I, I think you have probably two. Our friend Ian is done. There's only a couple of people I know who are done. Me and they die, they don't, don't have to come like back.
0: The awards and all of it, I'm like, mm.
1: I don't know, that you're very evolved. You, you, you vibrate your frequencies higher. It's very cool.
0: I hope I'm not being disrespectful.
1: No, because you've gone and got, you you spoke for Burt Ward. You spoke for Dr. Oz at their yeah, induction. No, I'm
0: happy no, for no, everybody no, no, else. No. I just so, don't, it doesn't matter to And me. I guess
1: maybe because I'm a history major. <clears throat> and I just think it's just when I think of future people walking and seeing things. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just, I find it very cool. Now, if I ask if I want... For myself, I don't really care. But for you, absolutely. And I and as I said, maybe someday. But you know what? A lot of people in their primes, even in sports, Larry Bird didn't care. You know, his they found one of his MVP trophies in the back of a friend's car when he went out drinking. He just left it. He just didn't care.
0: I have one at Planet Holly Was it Planet Hollywood? Yeah. No.
1: No. 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 There's a There's a movie theater in. Vegas, the Palms.
0: the Palms Hotel. Yeah, I have one in the Palms Hotel. Yeah, the
1: Rock. You, there's a bunch of Vin Diesel. That's it's so it's, funny. I it's really cool. That. He was just a fan. The owner of the theater was mm-hmm. just a big fan of yours. My
0: parents were there. There were the Brendan excited. Theater. Yeah,
1: yeah. In fact, you know what? I went to. I you know I went uh, I went to do something with WWE, and I went with the NWO. Remember that? Oh yeah. It Did was there. That? Yes, I took pictures of it. It's still there. It's gosh. still there. That's so. Funny. And I'm really proud of it. So there.
0: Okay um well uh before we jump in well maybe we jump in okay so i don't really remember exactly where we left off we were talking about liver no No, we're we're going to talk talk liver what what i learned from the medical medium so basically i had a fatty liver (laughs) shockingly enough this is the
1: book that the medical mediums book that
0: liver rescue yeah i'm going back to when i was at e i remember my doctor telling me i had a fatty liver or before e actually and i was like well what does that mean she's like "Well, there's nothing we can do she's like it's not like i can tell you to lose weight you're not overweight my dad has it too yeah
1: i mean who eats better than him
0: okay so i never really paid attention to it that was before i was on my health journey and really focusing on being the ceo of my health um but he talks about fatty livers in here and um talks about critical clean carbohydrates so basically i i think what a fatty liver by the way um boredom depression diabetes no one realizes are related to the liver sad seasonal effect disorder
1: um i mean maria th- listen it just because i know what um you can't obviously get, i see all the yellow marks in the book already so many you're, you're such a good student but when you put the book down you came to me and said my goodness the liver has so much to do with our so health much with
0: our anxiety yeah, so, so can you speak so to that even the general terms? I was talking to somebody and they were talking about their kid. Oh, yeah, our friends. And you know, she gets a lot of anxiety. I said, You should check her liver. And she's like, Oh, well, she actually does have some liver issues and this mm-hmm. and that. I go, Isn't that interesting? I am now putting pieces together. Like, I think it was two months ago. I was out in the sun all day. The next day, I got this thing on my lip. And it looked like a cold sore, <laughs> but it wasn't. Cause I've had one years ago. I know it, it wasn't. Was, it
1: didn't blow up like that one.
0: But every time I peeled it off, it would come back. And I was like, this is interesting. And then I had like a little cold, like a swollen glands. I had this random strep, strep, uh, uh, sore throat. and And I was like something, this is just so weird. And I didn't know what it was. I'm kind of looking back and he talks about mystery sore throats being connected to the liver. I'm like, Oh, I, there has been, I bet some kind of real, like the bioresonance guy said, some infection of some sort to my liver that's caused a lot of issues. And when he talks about your liver being starving, um, what does that mean? A starving liver is a liver that's hungry for fat. That's not Co- hold on a starving liver is not a liver that's hungry for fat calories it's a liver that's running out of glucose and glycogen reserves so it's crying out for replenishment in the form of critical clean carbohydrates and those are like sweet potatoes and things like that all the things that i have cut out i'm gonna get to this very very interesting point soon um and you know he talks about the liver stressors and that a virus or bacteria in the liver feeding on its storage of poisons such as toxic heavy metals, etc. the virus feeds, it leaves behind waste products, creating a landfill deep within the liver, giving it great struggle to fuel itself with what it needs to function. Glucose Epstein-Barr is a very common pathogen that takes up residence in the liver. There's so much with the liver that I never ever thought about and how much um, he talks about for our livers to benefit, the glucose we need we ingest needs to be free of tag along fats that hinder its absorption. When we eat radical fat with sugar, then as hungry as the liver is, it can't replenish its glucose reserves because the fat disengages the liver's ability to separate the sugar. So, like we need to eat an apple alone, so that the liver can benefit from it. So, I'm kind of like putting all these pieces together. And I'm realizing how much even the diabetes has to do with it. I had these leg, uh, my legs were throbbing. I thought it was just dehydration. My dad deals with all the time with his diabetes. And when I look at my blood that came back, I have a high platelet count. That indicates thrombosis, which is also connected to fatty liver. So there's been a picture that's been painted. Now, Dr. Allison knows that there's absorption issues and stuff like that. She's had me on cod liver oil for a year, but something's been happening. And then on top of it, I have been willing and forcing and pushing, trying to get my body back to where I was pre-surgery to heal the type one diabetes and going to my old playbook that worked then but as the saying goes what got you to egypt won't get you to the promised land my body is different now i don't have a spleen i have less of a pancreas there's just a lot of things that have changed since i did this the first time so i'm putting all the pieces together i'm realizing oh my gosh all these different things connect to the liver i've been getting these liver messages. And now I got hit over the head with these liver lesions. And I wrote down, I think it was yesterday. So said, what if we didn't look at diagnoses or blood work or any of it like, oh, shit, what a nightmare or I can't believe this or I'm dead or whatever. How horrible is it that I have this and and more? Instead, and this is just what I wrote, thank you God for the alert as to what needs more of my attention and more of my love and care. Example, my liver at first I was crushed. Now I'm realizing that the approach I've been taking has been hurting my liver probably. And I need to surrender this willing the diabetes to go away with allowing God to help me and not stopping the miracle and blocking a miracle like my friend Gabby said, and I'll tell you about my conversation with Gabby Bernstein. So a couple of things going back to that night, we found out so many things that flashed through my head and I was devastated and just like, Oh my gosh, I can't. how, how I thought we were ushering a new era in. And I had just gotten blood work done because Dr. Allison and I are doing our next round of like, let's check and see where the body's at. And I also had seen some blood work numbers that had scared me and this and that and I've been focusing really hard and one of the new things I think I've told you guys before is I've been saying I've been telling my brain to instruct my body to do what I want it to do because the brain does it anyway why wouldn't it just do what I'm telling it to do so I'll say and I've been doing this for a good month and a half maybe two months brain Would you please instruct my pancreas to wake up the beta cells that are tired and lagging and get them healthy and strong again and working? And could you please instruct my pancreas to produce more insulin so I can get off of the um, insulin injections in brain? Could you please tell my body to stop fighting itself? Could you please tell it that we're not working in toxic environments anymore? We work for ourselves and we're safe and we don't need to fight anymore. We can, we can stop. And brain, please tell all the autoimmune markers to shut off. So I've been doing this and focusing on my C-peptide going up, which like I said, it went up 50%. It's still absolutely very, very low, but it did go up 50%. And I'm realizing now that the note I wrote to myself that I just read to you is true. I am guided and I am protected and I'm being led down a path because I'm so focused and determined. I needed another little break to come to say, that's not your path. So between reading this book, I had a great conversation with my dear friend, Gabby Bernstein, who always texts me. She's so in tune with me. Always texts me when something critical is happening in my life. She just knows. And she's like, how are you, mama? And I texted her and I said, well, just got this really bad MRI report and I'm really having a hard time with it. And I just, I just can't believe this. And she's like, can we connect? Can we channel and this and that? And so we had a session and she's like, I'm just hearing so loudly that you need to surrender. And Hmm. go ahead.
1: Do you want to take one more break, Maria, and then get into the...
0: Let's take one more break. We'll get into it. And get into the Gabby conversation we'll, we'll loop all of this together I don't know if I'm telling the story well enough for you guys but um, well, I think it's going to be an ongoing around.
1: story so you know I yeah. think we're in the early phases of it or the continuing phases but we'll be right back
0: I love this song. That's us not cry. Now, if you don't know this song. You need to know it, guys. It's a good one. No. Such a good song. I love, love, love it. How'd Did you, you find miss?
1: this,
0: Catherine?
1: Old nerd, Wow, nurse, Catherine. Nurse
0: Catherine shared it with me. It's a beautiful song, and it really helps in moments like this. So, Gabby Bernstein and I have a chat, and she's like, "You need to surrender. You're, you're willing. You're pushing. You're forcing, and you're blocking the miracle from coming." And I'm such a believer that I know. I've got my protection. I know God is guiding me. I know God will work it out. Uh, I know St. Nectarios is helping me and healing me. But I also know that we have to do our part here in this time frame, in this space of the world. It's like we got to work with above. And I think that the way I was doing it was not, the way to do it anymore it might have worked before but it wasn't the way to do it now for example like say if you did a diet in your 20s and now you're trying to do the exact same diet in your 50s your body's totally different now my body's totally different now and i needed that redirection and that's why this note that i wrote to myself that i shared with you guys is is so poignant for me and i hope it helps you is like sometimes we are being brought to the issue that needs our attention. And in the world that we live in, the way we're being brought, we're taught to get hysterical and freak out and, and go to the worst possible scenario, which I did, but I didn't stay there for long. And I quickly was like, wait, all these things have been lining up for a reason. My dad has similar issues, by the way. They told him he had cirrhosis. He doesn't even really drink. I mean, it's like it didn't make any sense. But I'm putting the pieces together and I'm realizing he had a fatty liver too. All of these liver things, if you're diabetic, you have any of these eczema, psoriasis, any of these things he's talking about on his book, weight issues, SIBO, Autoimmune diseases, fatigue. Your liver is having a hard time, and there's things that we can do to help our liver. And a, I'm talking to my liver, and I'm like, I neglected you. I didn't even realize I was hurting you, and I got you, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix this. And so, you know, when they say an apple a day keeps the doctor away, well, <laughs> I am on an apple a day at least now. I had two today and I'm not going to try to solve the same problem the same way. I got to go a different way. And I'm also surrendering a lot of this over as Gabby instructed me. I'm talking to little Maria inside of me who's afraid and thinks she has to work harder than everybody. You know, she was like, what is this? I was like, well, I think it. Comes down to not knowing the language growing up, always being two to three years behind and reading and comprehension and the standardized testing and stuff and having to work harder than everybody else.
1: Goes further than that. Though. I
0: didn't have parents that could help me with my homework. I yeah. remember being so frustrated.
1: It's a lot deeper than that.
0: And then what?
1: That's part of it, Marie, of course. Well, when you have a dad who's, who's dying multiple times. Mm-hmm. So you, as a little girl, you think your dad's gonna die. You you didn't have stability with your brother. That mm-hmm. you that was scary. And then there were times even your dad was like, "I'm just leaving you all and going to Greece," which he was joking. But to a little kid, you know, you didn't know. So, so all of that fear makes you, you know, have to seek control mm-hmm. because you grew up with no control. So then you had to overwork and do all these other things, get the gold star, all that stuff, just to have. Uh, Control, and I certainly, you know, have my issues, so I'm not pointing my finger. I just want you to understand this because I do think it'll bring about the healing. And for me, you know, I, as you know, we always joke that I'm just a country doctor. I don't, I don't have the expertise of these big fancy city doctors you go to. But as your, your, how many times do I say your husband's a doctor? Mm -hmm. But just a simple country doctor. But I have said, number one, your life force is great. But number two, I said you can do all the red light therapy you want. You can do all the dieting you want. You can do all of it. And I think it'll get you a couple more years, but I think it's incremental versus what Gabby said, which is the emotional component. And that is surrendering to say, okay, um, you know, it's, I'm not, I can't maybe beat this with all these other things I'm trying to do. And maybe what I'm doing is good enough. And you know, so I know it's, yeah. it's far deeper. Again, I'm not one of these fancy city doctors like you're hmm. used to or these Ivy Leaguers. I'm just ai went to community college to get my doctorate. But um, but now I do. I I've been telling you that forever, but I mean, we're too close. So it's. Well, nice I told to Gabby,
0: I go, Gabby. Kevin's been telling me it's a, a similar version of this. She also told me I have to go deeper into my meditations again, which is true because that's when I have floated and felt my best.
1: Yeah, but can I offer something, Maria, to you? And I've offered it to you before, but I want to offer it to you because I think that your fans will appreciate this who might not have the access or the time or the resources to do some of the things you're doing. Even meditation, they may be too frustrated, too annoyed. The other day you did something, which probably be a great chat, maybe we'll do it tomorrow, but um, we're renovating our kitchen and you had to work on it all day, but even though you were exhausted, you're up all night with the baby the night before, and you know doing the mom stuff, and the work stuff, and everything you're doing, and obviously dealing with this crisis, but you you said, yeah, I, I was able to wake back up because i got adrenaline, and it was so exciting to design the kitchen the way I want, and I, you know envision how I'm gonna be able to cook in there, and do all the great things, and, and I said, again if you go to the simple country doctor and the simple formula that i started following until recently i've now gone a little deeper to find out i have my health issues with lyme disease but until then one of the things i did was anything that gave me energy i pursued and things that didn't give me energy i tried to avoid i said so maria you got energy from doing
0: because it was creative
1: right so i said so how do we do that more and Mm -hmm. if we're not doing that on your show even then we got to change the show up and what do we what else can we do in your life that's going to feed and give you energy because i think that is going to be healing yeah and and yes we do need the western things and we need the eastern practices as well but at the basic level if you can do less of what bothers you, do more of what you enjoy that feeds your soul. And then yes, if, and if there are things that bother you that you have to do, you minimize them but also you find a new way to approach them. Maybe me, you know, maybe you realize it's past traumas that make you hate doing something as much as before. I don't know, you work on that, but at the base level, I I think that's part of the surrender too. Yeah.
0: I agree. I think I think it's just so I'll tell you guys, I still don't know anything. No, I am waiting to meet with a hepatologist to really dissect this report. So don't tell anybody. It's it's just between us. Um, But I already feel so good because I I've really gotten good at following the breadcrumbs. Obviously, I have amazing people in my life keeping me calm as well. But I am really seeing this as a signal. A signal that is going to help me eventually be able to cure the diabetes, right? If that's my journey, I don't know. I don't know what the journey is. I don't know what God has in store. Maybe God wants me to be diabetic so that I can help diabetics. I don't know. I've considered that too, but I am no longer going to try to force and will that healing. I'm going to leave that up to St. Nectarios and to God, I'm going to do the right things that I have to do eating wise because I have to, and I do feel better doing it, but I'm not going to be stringent to the point of you know so that I can try to do this on my own because I'm not on my own and and that's the truth you know just like that song God will work it out we do our part but we don't have to force and will everything and I've done it in different areas of my life and I feel like I just started doing it in this area and I did have some success which was great but what got me to Egypt isn't going to get me to the promised land. It's not the same body. It's not the same set of circumstances. And so I can do my part and eat well and, and make good choices, as I say at the end of the show. But I'm going to leave the rest up to God. And I'm going to go deeper into my meditations and I'm going to, um, you know, just kind of, release and surrender um i'm looking at all of this like these were all the little signals the little signs rather than being devastated and being like oh my god i might be dying there could be something really horrible i don't think that's going to be the story and i think kevin's life force thing is really critical for all of us to really learn and implement because i'll tell you you know You go to your Western doctors, they're going to make you think you're dying. If you have a Dr. Allison in your life, like me, I thought my blood work was bad. She's like, no, Maria, she's like, it's actually gotten better. And I had a miraculous thing happen on my blood work where one of my autoimmune markers actually went negative. It was positive forever. And and I I also think
1: obey the life force thing when your life force is really down. And yes. they tell you, like with mine, they're like, no, you're Your fine. life
0: force was down this afternoon. Yes. You looked like you were dying. You were exhausted. And you went and took a nap. Didn't yeah. you feel better after? I did. There you I go. We
1: had good company.
0: So this is the liver episode. And I hope is... you enjoyed it. Okay, who cares? <laughs> this
1: is the Kinks, again, <laughs> with cares? Father Christmas. Now, you know, I'm very much at the underrated Christmas songs. I know you're all about the Mariah Carey Maria. Mm-hmm. This is Father Christmas by the Kinks. And uh, listen, I know the holidays are almost over. What? Which is very depressing. Honey, you're depressing. if you want to get the spirit, may I remind you, the Christmas Specials We Love podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, where we do our best to preserve the classics, the classic specials and films, and do our best to extend the length of the most amazing holiday season, excuse me, the amazing holiday of the year in the world. Anyway, well, Maria.
0: Well, friends, we love you. Have an amazing week. Have an amazing rest of your Monday. Monday. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for being a part of the Heal Squad. And in the meantime, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Well, that's it for today, Heal Squad. Before I let you go, I want to make sure you don't forget to take care of yourself today. I'll be making sure I'm not forgetting to get outside, do my meditations, and, of course, keep myself fueled with some sweet, chilly, wonderful pistachios. Wonderful pistachios, as you know, are my go-to when hunger strikes because they're one of the highest protein nuts, providing all nine essential amino acids, and they're great for on-the-go snacking. So when you're ready to elevate your snacking game, visit wonderfulpistachios.com to grab a bag.